Hey, hey, hey guys, it is Sharissa Merrill with The Merrill Project, where I teach families how to build a food storage that you will actually eat, no matter your diet, no matter your food sensitivities, no matter your picky eaters. Welcome to the show. Hey guys, thank you so much for all those responses uh, last week with making space for your food storage. If you guys missed it, then this is a three-part series, the month of July, that I'm covering helping you find space for your food storage, okay? And we are really getting heart-to-heart and in-depth here that if you really want that food storage and why. So make sure you pause this if you didn't listen to last week. It went out, what date? July 9th. Go back, find it in your trash, in your spam. Maybe you just haven't gotten to it and listen to that part one because that is a very important step before we get to part two and part three, okay? So this week we are going to talk about relocating. So I want you to, you're gonna do it again. We're gonna walk through your house again, 15 to 30 minutes, and I want you to think of items that you can relocate, items that you want to keep, you want to keep around, but you can relocate them to a different location. So some examples, we have a stock of toilet paper or feminine pads and tampons and some toothpaste and soap and that type of stuff. Now that is a stock. Now our house, we have space for food storage. So not that I'm bragging here, but if we were in a small place and we needed more space, that is something that we would move to outside into our garage or into our shed and relocate that. Not getting rid of that, but relocating that. Some other things that we have relocated is we, a lot of glass jars and our canning and our cooking stuff used to always be in the kitchen. It was so easy to just get to it when I needed it. But you know what? That is some much needed kitchen space for our our pantry with five kids, right? So that is something that we have relocated to a garage. Now relocating isn't gonna make it super easy to find that stuff, but relocating will make more space for actual food items, which need to stay out of that heat, very, very cold and those major temperature changes. And you're going to want to relocate it to the garage, relocate it to the shed. If you have a storage unit, relocate it to the storage unit, okay? So this is what you're going to do this week is walk through your house and make a list and look at everything, every shelf, every cabinet, and really look and think, can I relocate this? Can I relocate this to some other place? Um, Some of ours were we have a black hole in one of our closets. I mean, it is such a stinking pain to get to. So we have relocated some of our food storage to that black hole because it is something that has 25 years shelf life and we aren't really gonna get to it unless an emergency. Another one is we have this kind of a big gap, which is a really annoying gap between our washer and dryer. It's stackable. So we have a huge gap in between that. We put some other cleaning supplies there, but it's like three feet deep. So we have relocated all of our buckets of beans and rice back there. And is it a pain to rotate? Oh my goodness. It is such a pain to rotate, but for how slow it takes me to go through a bucket of wheat and beans, it's worth it. And we've relocated that from easier access points into our house to deeper points that makes it a little bit more difficult. 
So we have taken those buckets and moved them into a place that's harder to get to because we rotate it as often. And we've used that space for some of those pantry and food storage items that we will use more often. So what you're going to do as you go through your house, I want to make sure I cover my notes. Okay, I want you to do two things as you walk through your house. The first one is I want you to look for items that you can relocate outside to the shed, to the garage, to the shop, um, to your black holes in your closet or that middle space under your bed that you can't ever reach to. But then part two of this is I want you to actually think about what can you put there instead? Because if you're going to be putting something into a black hole, um, it needs to be something that you would still be willing to get out. So maybe your Christmas decorations can go into a black hole because you only have them up once a year. Um, maybe your, what is it? I'm trying to think of this off the top of my head and it's not working. But maybe um, my sewing machine and serger that I'll use once every two years that I talked about last one. Um, and I just don't have a heart to sell it because it's a lot of money, right? Maybe I could relocate my serger and sewing machine into the black hole of the closet. And yes, it's going to be a stinking, crazy, annoying pain to get it out when I do have that project. But you know what? It's going to make way more space on my shelves for other food items. Okay. So that is your assignment for today is a walk through your house this week and think of one, what items can you relocate? And two, what can you put there instead? So, oh my goodness, if I get rid of this whole top shelf in my office of sewing machines and stuff, what can I put there instead? Can I put my bug out bags in there instead of them being tucked away somewhere else, okay? Now, if you guys want more help with food storage, I actually, or your food storage inventory and organization, I have a whole class that teaches you how to inventory and organize your food storage. And that link is in the email that I sent you. So it is down below the link in this email. So you can go ahead and do that or send me a message with that. I will love to hear your replies on how this is going. What are you relocating? Where are you relocating? What are you putting in that spot? I love to hear how you guys are doing and what you guys are doing, okay? So I will chat with you next week for part three of our I Don't Have Any Space Food Storage Month of July. Thanks for listening, Bestie. Have a great week.